There's an endless argument in the copywriting world. One side says that you should write winning copy out by hand, and the other side says that it's a complete waste of time. So, who's right? Well, listen in to find out. Welcome to the show. Five, four, three, two, one, lift off. Two women, one mission to break through the BS of business, money, and mindset so you can live the life you desire and deserve sooner. Join Pauline Longdon and Ray Brent as they keep breaking through the BS. Buckle up and hold on to your aura. Enjoy the ride. G'day listeners, this is Pauline Longdon and Ray Brent and welcome back to Breaking Through the BS. Awesome, Ray. Welcome back. Yeah. Happy to be here, Pauline. Yes. I think we've got a pretty good show today. Oh, I think it's going to be controversial because I'm saying something. It's like a damning admission, but it's not actually about me as a copywriter. We are kind of just pulling back the curtains on some of the copywriters out there that just don't do a basic skill that would actually help their copywriting skills advance a lot faster okay so you're you're alluding to something so do you want to cut to the chase and let's let's dive in all righty well there is a battle royale waging between copywriters all around the planet there are like two sides there's one side that says that to get better at writing copy you need to write out copy like as in not write out your own copy by hand but to write out the copy of someone else like a winning control out by hand and then you got the other side of the fence that says no don't do that don't ever do that it's a waste of time I didn't do it I just write clients copy and I just improve my skills over time and so I wanted to have a little bit of a chat about that today because I've got some ideas about what perhaps is the best way to go Awesome. Yeah. I'd love to hear what your thoughts are because it, it is a big issue that always comes up and yeah. it doesn't seem to be uh, rectified to any great extent, does People it? People lose their crap about it, Ray. They, uh, <laughs> they, uh, it's one of those divisive things and I don't think it needs to be as devi- divisive as it is. Um, if we actually look outside of the copywriting world, we'll see that it's something that's done just about everywhere. So the thing is that I am a writer. I write out winning controls by hand. So I'm a fan of it. Always have been since I started copywriting. And the reason for that is that every single mentor that I've had has told me to do it. And in fact, even though previous mentors have told me to write out the same sales letter, instead of saying, oh, but I've already done that, I just pony up and do do it again. Yeah. So the Wall Street Journal letter, which is a fantastic little letter, it's only like about four pages worth of writing when you write it out. Um, I've written that out over 20 times. And the funny thing is that the first couple of times I did it, I went, oh yeah, whatever, you know, I'm doing this, I'm doing this. Fourth time I wrote it, I went, holy crap, there is so much awesome stuff in this. And each time I wrote it after that, I discovered more and more of the cadence and the strategies and things like that. Well, it's almost as if you're entering the 
the mind of the the writer that's actually writing those words. Yeah, exactly. I, I think, you know, a lot of us as copywriters get, you know, fooled by the idea, well, I've read the sales letter, you know, you know whether you've read it out loud or you've actually just read it on, on a page or off a screen. But the problem is that when you read copy like that, you think you read it. Like, think about, like, the way we normally read a novel and that. Do we read absolutely every single word? Yeah, most of us don't. We no. sort of, like, skim. Yeah, and even when we are, you know, the detail-focused reader, we do skip over bits and pieces, like, to be honest. So what happens that changes that whole dynamic is when you write that copy out by hand, you actually have to write it down every single word, every punctuation mark, every underline, every little bit and piece of what made that copy what it is. It's like you're reverse engineering what was going on. And I mean, with the Wall Street Journal letter, I mean, Martin Conroy wrote that. He was a copywriter who wrote it. But um, that one letter alone brought in over a billion dollars for the Wall Street Journal. Wow. That's an amazing amount of money. And it was a control for about 38 years, and it, which means when something's a control that no one could beat it for 38 yeah. years. No one could get any better results from yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. So that, for me, indicates that that is a letter that you want to study and, and see why. yeah. Yeah, and, and get that into your DNA. And I gave, gave away something just then because... Years ago, we did a we went over to Tampa and did a um, seminar with Ted Nicholas, who's like the grandfather of direct response. He's an amazing guy, and Matt Fury. And Matt Fury is also a great copywriter, and he comes from like a very uh, martial arts background. And so he's into all this like brain training, and he can he writes in cursive writing only. He uh, walks backwards, and he, he does all this stuff. He can name all the presidents of the uh, United States, say the alphabet backwards, and memorizes all these really complicated poems and that. And the reason he does that is to, you know, train his brain. So what Matt Fury was talking about is when you actually write out copy by hand, you're um, imprinting it into your DNA, and now that sounds like oh woo woo, and how could that even, how can that even work? You know that's not possible that just because you're writing, you're stamping it into your DNA. But there is a way. In between your thumb and your brain is a stack of neurons, and as you actually write things out by hand, you change your neural pathways, and what happens to those neural pathways is they thicken. And because your myelin sheath on your neuron uh, gets thicker, the more you do something, you're conditioning your body to do it. Yeah, it's sort of like doing a, a stack of reps at the gym. Exactly. You're you know, building you, up you're your building muscle. You're building up your brain muscle and, and you, your nervous system. And what happens, that is actually called myelination when it thickens the myelin sheath on your neuron. And so... That is in your DNA. That is in your biology within your yourself as you copy out that copy by hand. Um, now, there is a caveat, isn't there, Ray, with this? Because there's that saying, practice makes perfect. And so people will say you've got to practice and practice and practice. But we know that that's not true. No, it's not. As with everything, it's like people just latch onto one specific sentence or 
mm. concept and, and go, oh, that must be it. Yeah. But you need to look at it a little bit deeper. Yeah, because we've had mentors for years that have told us, well, practice doesn't make perfect. Practice makes permanent. And so his, that's the caveat right there is that if you are going to practice and write out bad copy by hand, then you're going to practice writing bad copy and you become good at writing bad copy. And this is something that I'm adamant with my mentees about. I tell them, you know, like I want you to write out some sales copy by hand, you know, pick something that you like or a, a writer that you want to write like and then write it out by hand. And I had a mentee some time ago and I said, uh, what sales letter are you going to choose? Because I don't want to influence them and steer them into the wrong direction if they don't want to be like a particular writer. So I said, what sales letter are you going to write? And so she showed me the sales letter. It was from someone who was basically touting themselves as, you know, some kind of a copywriter. And yeah, it was some kind of a copywriter. Uh, it wasn't a sales uh, wasn't a copywritten sales letter at all. It was just something that someone had put together and fancied themselves as a copywriter. And I said to my mentee, you know, this is a perfect situation, a perfect case of practice makes permanent. permanent. And if you're going to copy this bad copy, then you're going to be good at writing bad copy. So I actually changed her mind and I got her to write out the Wall Street Journal letter and I got her to write out some other sales letters. I showed her some of Paris's copy and some of Carleen Anglade Cole's copy and it just blew her mind. She hadn't ever seen copy like that. So then what happened was when she, she went and saw the, the other copy that she previously thought was, you know, the best quality co- copy she'd ever seen, she couldn't stand looking at it anymore. Exactly. And she didn't want to replicate that bad copy. So that's a really important thing to know is that you need to only practice and write out by hand winning copy, like controls, if yeah, you can the find good stuff. them. Yeah. So me personally, I write out um, copy from Paris Lampropolis. Why? I want to write like him. <laughs> There's no no secret about that. Uh, when I first started out um, writing copy, I was writing out Gary Halbert letters and a lot of Gary Halbert's copy and, and um, John Carlton's copy because they're so conversational. But the funny thing was that although I was just going through the motions of writing that out by hand, it actually influenced my writing, my everyday writing, because when I started to do that, people started to comment on my weekly knowledge nuggets. And they said, Pauline, who are you studying at the moment? Man, your writing has just changed exponentially. I said, oh, well, I've been reading a lot of Gary Halbert letters, but I've been writing them out as well. And I said, well, whatever you're doing, keep doing it because your writing is right, like really smooth, very conversational. It's really such a joy to, to read. And I'm thinking, well, what was it before? I, <laughs> I don't even want to dare to ask. So, I mean, a lot of people will say, don't waste your time writing out other people's copy by hand. Write your own. Now, Ray and I were talking about this because Ray's learning how to play the bass. And we have a lot of musician friends that are, are copywriters as well yep so yeah. there's, there seems to be that thing that a lot of copywriters actually are mu- musicians in some way you know they've got some instrument that they like so here's a question for you ray when you're learning to play the bass are you just playing a whole heap of notes and making up your own you know songs or what are you doing Ooh. 
Absolutely not. I mean, in the beginning, I'm learning the the scales mm-hmm. um, and chord progressions and riffs, but also then I'm going and learning the the songs that are top ten or, or top ten when they came out mm-hmm. um, in the charts, and it's like songs that people love and want to hear and and want to play along to. Yeah. So would you stretch and maybe say that? you're playing musical controls yeah you could say it like that (laughs) yeah that's a good way to look at it musical controls yeah so i don't know why copywriters think that they're above writing out controls by hand when musicians do that very same thing and it's funny to me that a lot of the objectors like because i'll be honest i get smashed on facebook whenever i say i write stuff out by hand people go what are you doing that for what are you wasting time for and here's the thing, I don't sit there and write copy for hours and I certainly don't use my most productive, alert hours of my day exactly. doing that task. Time optimization. Time optimization. back to our, our um, age-old principle that you and I do. What I will do is I don't need to have my brain super alert to write out copy by hand. In fact... It's better that that I don't, because in previous shows and episodes, we've actually spoken about the subconscious mind versus the conscious mind. If I'm actually a little bit tired at the end of the day, and instead of watching a TV show that I'm just watching, because I've got this policy or like a litmus test, when I watch TV, it has to do one of three things, and it's like the three E's. It needs to entertain me, educate me, or if it's an escape then I could be doing something else. So exactly. that's the litmus test that I run it through. So it has to be one of those threes, and if it's the last one, I'm out of there. I'm not watching that show because I want to be educated or entertained. It's for an escape, so there could be something I could be doing with that time. So just saying watching TV, for, and it's half an hour show, I'll go and, and, and it's the, the escape you know, mode. I just go and write copy out for half an hour. Half an hour is all you need. Gary Bensavenga, the copywriting legend, said that if you actually sit there and read or write a control out for half an hour a day, you will turn into a really great copywriter because he actually subscribed to that 1% increase yeah. a week. Called the Kazan. Kazan method. Principle, yeah. Principle, yeah. Yeah. So that's important to know. So I don't use my sharpest brain to do this. And so what I'm doing is when I'm writing out this copy by hand, my my conscious brain is a little bit tired, so she's not on the ball at all. Yeah, she's but, a little bit distracted. Yeah, she's so a bit she's distracted. letting things through. Yes, exactly. She's think, thinking, going, oh, hurry up and write because I'm so tired. Whereas my subconscious mind is, like, fully awake, Feed alert. me, Seymour, feed me. Yeah, and is taking every single thing in. And so the way I see when I write out winning copy by hand it's actually a form of waking meditation and I find it very relaxing. And then when I go to sleep or um, when I need that kind of copy, it just comes flowing through my veins and in through the keyboard and, you know, you start to wonder, wow, you know, where did this come from? Yeah, it just mysteriously appeared. Exactly, mm. exactly right. So wonder I wonder where that came from. Yeah, I think it's quite funny. I mean, I, I say that our copywriters are full of crap um, and... A lot of us are, you know, things that we say. But I think um, getting past this limiting belief or limiting idea of what your 
uh, limiting yourself by saying don't write out stuff by by hand at least give it a go and try it out like because a lot of people are, who are the biggest objectors to it are saying I've never written it out I will never write anything out by hand it is just such a waste of time well they're not the people to be listening to listen to the people who have actually done it yeah uh, making seven figures uh, a year income exactly because as we keep saying success leaves clues if every single one of my mentors that are all now earning seven and eight figures a year and some of them still write out copy by hand paris he he found this uh email that he liked and he goes guys i want you to write this email out by hand i've already done it and then we have to take photos of our homework and send it in to show that we've done it because it here's the thing if you shortcut or you um, don't do what you're told to do by your mentor, you're just shortchanging yourself. In fact, the person that you're robbing is yourself and your future bank account. Absolutely, not, and, not your mentor. Yeah, and if ever, anyone's ever listened to um, our previous shows, they'll know that my why, my unshakable why, is me in the future. So I can't, with any conscience, rip myself off in the future as an older woman because that's when she needs all that money because she won't be as healthy as I am now. Exactly. So I need to look after her. So my whole thing is that I do not shortchange myself or my future self. Yeah, you, you don't need all those tricks, tips and hacks um, when you get the basics right. Exactly. Master the basics and uh, mm-hmm. as we say in the military, it's like get one, two and three in, in order and yep. then four, five, six, carry it on. Yeah, exactly. Just, the universe will help to take care of everything else once mm-hmm. you get the, your solid foundation set. Yeah, exactly. So that's what we wanted to share today. I mean, um, this is quite a copywriter-specific show to a degree, but even in business, I mean, there are other professions that practice and they do like scales or they, you know, when I was a nurse, I would see my tutor do one i'd read up on how to do it and then i'd practice and do it myself yeah, i mean there's always practice involved and that that was a training method that we u- utilized in the military mm-hmm. um it's called like this do that yeah mm-hmm. so see one do one yeah and it's a case of you don't go oh here's your rifle um just go over there and, and shoot the target mm. it's like hang on let me show you how to handle a weapon safely first of all get used to it and then i'll show you how to zero your weapon how to aim how to shoot uh, a grouping and how to get proficient with your weapon under any circumstance or under under any pressure i.e on the battlefield yeah you're going to be cool under under pressure yeah exactly so you're going to practice the basics so that when the shit hits the fan you can automatically just revert into that okay this is what i need to do I've done it a million times before. I've done it correctly a million times before, so I can do it correctly now. Yeah, yeah, exactly, because what you practice um, is going to be permanent. So make sure that you stack the odds in your favor by, you know, doing what other people don't want to do. And that, that was one of the things that our mentors said, that successful people will do what other people aren't prepared to do. But then you'll get these people, you know, these copywriters that I say that are full of crap. And I say it affectionately because a lot of them are my friends. Um, You know, they'll say, but, you know, I'm successful without it. I'm a great copywriter without it. And I think, 
Yeah, but that's like a guy who just picks up a guitar and learns to play by ear and doesn't know the chords that he's playing. He just goes, oh, yeah, this is this chord that I play for this. But imagine how much better he'd be if he actually practiced the top songs or to play chord progression properly. It, it's, yeah, yeah, it's probably life-changing for them. It's like, yeah, you you may be naturally successful, but if if you actually put in the time and, and practiced mm. the good stuff, how actually more successful could you be? Well, that's like basketballers. There are some basketballers that are, you know, just absolute, like, legends and, you know, natural talents. But the ones who actually go further in their careers and get the multi-million dollar you know, contracts are the ones that have the natural ability, but practice. Yeah, practice the basics. Yeah, they practice the basics, master the basics. So that enhances. It's not one plus one. It's like, you know, one to the power of infinity. It's an exponential increase in their skills. So anyway, I hope this helps. As I said, it was a bit copywriting specific, but like everything in life, you can actually implement it or transfer it across to many skills that we have in life many disciplines that's it if, if you want to get good at something you need to give it some time to mm-hmm. to develop yeah and that goes with anything yeah absolutely so top tips writing copy out by hand does not take the place of writing for clients so you only spend half an hour a day 30 minutes a day writing out winning copy by hand and if it does start to take over then call it what it is it is professional procrastination so none of that no making excuses and no hiding away from clients so anyway hope you've enjoyed this episode thank you for lending us your eardrums we appreciate it and we're very grateful that you do and uh, we'll see you at the next episode yep bye for now hey thanks for listening to the show Come on over to BreakingThroughTheBS.com. That's BreakingThroughTheBS.com. And that's where you'll find all the episodes and all of the show notes. And remember, if you like the show, subscribe and leave a review. And let all your friends know about Breaking Through the BS. We'll catch you at the next show. Bye for now.